When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. try convince yourself to try to fall in love again oh i really should have known by the time you drove me home by the <laughs> sadness in your eyes that's pretty the good casual disguise so who sings that do you remember i have no idea so we started talking about this gang <laughs> because the microphones are very sensitive and that led Anna on a rabbit hole, 90s. Oh, you're cl- you're going to clip your nails <laughs> and we're going to pick this up on the mic. It's, and what this is, is, is this revenge for all the burping? <laughs> uh, people can't get enough of this. Of this nail, nail clipping, clipping sound. ASMR. Yeah. Oh, and the nail pieces are flying everywhere, gang. This is uh, really, this is more me behavior right now. <laughs> I don't really I know exactly what's going on. I can't help myself. <laughs> I, apparently not. There. But uh, Right, okay, done. okay. It's done. Ooh, ooh. It's done. Jeez. All right, well, everybody, our millennial listeners love that. One fingernail on your podcast. Everybody's a critic. Yeah, so the mics are a little sensitive. That made me think of a young me playing t ball and crying when that other coach yelled, He's not a hitter. So I thought that it was Joan something. I think I was associating or con- mixing it up with Joan. Whoever that's saying, what if God was Oh, right. Joan Osborne. Yeah. yeah. Just a stranger on the bus, guys. What Trying to if? make his way. Can you imagine? What a wacky world that would be. <laughs> what if God was one of us just talking to Luke P. in the shower? Insensitive was Jan Arden. I do not remember her. I, I barely remembered the song. Can't help myself. <laughs> so anyways, this, I think we had an abrupt cut there for a second. Um, Anna was drawn to this insensitive song talking about the uh, sensitivity of the mics. Anyways, there was a whole thing before we started recording that led us here. It's really just our freewheeling dynamic. You can't always put that lightning in a bottle. But uh, let's do put a little bit of that song in right here for the folks at home. All right, so speaking of the folks at home, y'all brought it with the reviews this week. My self-esteem was a little bit down because, let's face it, 
the only reason I do this podcast is because I need constant validation. It's true. And y'all brought it this week. I was feeling a little down, but we got four, count them, four good reviews. So we got a nice review from Allison Mueller who says, crying, laughing, always. I cannot get enough of Ryan and Anna. Join the club, Allison. I can't get, I just can't get enough. (laughs) Can't get enough. I just can't get enough. I just can't get, just can't get. Just can't get enough. She says that this is, they are absolutely hilarious. Pictures, cry laughing, drink out of your nose, kind of hysteric. I will picture that. And banter pre-recap is one of a kind. If you need a break from the mundane, do it. This is one of the few times I've been considered not or mundane. Or if you need to hear burping in a mic. Oh, so now you're going to cast stones yeah. after you were clipping your yep. nails That's on right. the show. Witness me in my glass home. <laughs> you are throwing stones over there. Meanwhile, Char Cowell says, this is my favorite Bachelor podcast. Damn straight. Take that, Nick Vial. <laughs> favorite Bachelor podcast over here. Anna and Ryan are relatable and hilarious. I am relatable. My insecurities, my crushing insecurities and need for validation. I'm an everyman. I am hilarious. (laughs) Um, And then Saggy Harbors says, a very clever podcast. Have you been to Saggy Harbors before? Uh, Many times. (laughs) Many times. Gang, I've been to Saggy Harbors once or twice. I believe uh, I lost my virginity at a Saggy (laughs) Harbor. I don't think you did lose your virginity at a Saggy Harbor. I think it would have needed to have been a little less saggy. I think you did, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) Fun takes and recaps of each episode. Love the singing, too. Of course she does. (laughs) I'm insensitive. (laughs) We don't talk about the best. Bachelor. Until about 15 minutes in. <laughs> uh, and then, oh, where did it go? Boonter Doggy had given us a review and now it's gone. He took it down. Boonter Doggy pulled the review. Never mind. I hate your show now. Don't do us like that, Boonter Doggy. Boonter Doggy. Okay, never mind. But, anyways, at one point I saw it and I'm just going to remember that it was there. <laughs> oh, and the mic is falling over. These are sensitive mics. What a mess. This is a whole fucking mess. It's a mess. It's a mess. Name that musical. Uh, I don't know. Hello 12, hello 13, hello love. Still no? No. Change is old <laughs> down below. <laughs> it's a rare condition in this day no. and age. Up above, time to doubt, to break out. It's a Have mess. Have I seen this? I don't believe I've seen this film or musical. It's a chorus line. Oh, I have seen that. Of yeah, course I have. You've seen that. You've seen the documentary about a chorus That's line. That's a great documentary. That I made you watch. Yeah, I with your parents. We all enjoyed it. Did I make them watch? Yeah. I feel like I watched it on my own and then, and maybe then we, we all watched, watched it, it with your parents. Yeah. Um speaking of musicals gang, these two are going to see Dear Evan Hansen in Nashville on Sunday. Super excited. Super excited. Expect a lot of uh, a musical. A lot of Dear recaps. Evan Hansen singing. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know what the kids are going to do with themselves. I'm sure they'll figure something out. We're just going to lock them in the car. Yeah, they're great. In the T-Pack garage. Well, we can leave the windows cracked a bit in a bowl of water. So, they'll and be fine. Honestly, if we gave them both an iPad, that would be fine. They wouldn't notice that we were gone. Yeah. They I wouldn't. feel like we would get back and they would be like... Go away. Right. Leave us alone. Plus, since we're going to Tennessee, 
That means we can get scratch off tickets at the gas station. Which we did last time when we went. I took our daughter to see The Lion King and I won a cool $24. It's like that whole trip paid for itself. It really did. Basically, The Lion King tickets paid for themselves. I can't afford not to go to Tennessee <laughs> and buy these lotto tickets. Uh, so I've got another shout out for Elizabeth. Who said, I am simply cracking up. Or she says, basically. And by the way, y'all can't see it, but the font here is quite dramatic. We've got red, we've got gray, we've got different fonts. I believe I see maybe some uh, Helvetica in here somewhere. Some uh, Garamond. Always, always Garamond. Garamond. Um, Yeah, so she says, basically, the entire time I watched The Bachelor, I am simply cracking up. As I predict what you're going to say on the podcast. Oh, we're unpredictable. We're simply, oh, I was going to say, I was getting that confused. That's simply irresistible, but that's not right. We've been all wrong on our songs this week. Uh, Speak for yourself. Uh, That song was not about being sensitive. It was about being insensitive. But if it's about being insensitive, then it's also about being sensitive. (laughs) Logic would your Put that in your pipe and smoke it. What do you think about that logical fallacy? (laughs) All right, you have some shout-outs for us, too, right? We've got some Instagram shout-outs. All right, Insta, a ton of activity uh, in Insta. Shout-out to Tofu Gestapo. To, sorry, Gestapo. <laughs> the Gestapo. The Gestapo is coming. <laughs> <laughs> Who informed us that, in fact, Mr. Belvedere is a rapper. Yes. Thank you for you, proving me right. You also sent me that information that I Mr. Did. Belvedere is a rapper. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Streaks on the china. Never matter before. <laughs> We'd also like to give a shout out to Aim Dame, who agreed with me about uh, the weird mouths on the show. She said Teddy definitely has an annoying mouth. I, I do not see these mouth problems. Well, maybe Aim you Dame should be looking and you, closer. Right. I guess I really she need to inspect Gabby's everyone's mouth. mouth. Slash lips are also strange. I'm going to go ahead and add Rachel on there too. They're all getting injections, I Well, think. I was going to say, is there a point where if everyone's mouth is weird, that they're just not weird mouths anymore? Mm, nope. That can't be. You that can't a, be You know it. what? You have a weird mouth. I, I believe it. I'm sure I do. And Jesus, don't even get talking about my teeth. Uh, that is true. Yeah, they are terrible. Do we have any cosmetic dentists <laughs> out there that Anybody want to give me veneers for my 42nd birthday? Uh, well, yeah, it's a good thing this is a radio show. We'll talk about this um, when we get to the actual podcast discussion, but she said, get Gabby's grandpa on the Senior Bachelor. Uh, totally agree. Damn straight. That guy's on my list. I was going to say, Anna would apply for said season of The uh, Bachelor. I would. Yes. I'd be there in a heartbeat. <laughs> in a New York minute. Um, yeah, she also let us know that she has red hair. And Ryan immediately said, Auga. <laughs> Ooh, I did that cartoon wolf you thing. You said, Schwing. <laughs> <laughs> I did. And now it's even funnier because I know what it means. <laughs> For years. And were you saying that or you were just ignoring it? No, I like said it in class. <laughs> I thought that when I thought that swing was just like a funny expression. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. like I don't know like, what the equivalent sure, would right? be. Sure, right. I'm trying to like, think like uh, zoinks. Oh, burn. Or yeah. Like, yeah. Swing. Yeah. No, it's a boner. Turns out it's a boner. Yeah. Who knew? Uh, everyone. <laughs> everyone but you. And this is the part of the podcast that's now coming around every week where I say, you are adorable. Um, 
Fat Cashin also sent us a uh, Instagram message saying that before he saw us on social media, he envisioned us looking like Natasha Leggero and Moshe Lasher. I do not know who those folks are. I did Is not that either. flattering? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to assume it's very flattering. I looked them up and uh, Cash isn't wrong. It's a... Uh, it's it's definitely one of the more accurate uh, comparisons. Okay, okay, I'm gonna have. And to again, see this it. was all in his head, right? No, I'm always fascinated. But I actually wish there were no publicly available images of us, so that people only had like whatever they imagined us looking like. Also, I'm scrolling up, and Cash asked for a shout out to um, his wife, Laura. Oh, Laura. And it said we're expecting a baby in February. That was in September. I assume that baby is here. <laughs> So congratulations. We never gave them that shout out. No, oh. we did. Oh, okay. We oh, did. oh, we did. But it was back in September. I see. So now the baby But I'm just here. looking up. Yeah, it said we're expecting oh. a baby in February. Oh, well, congratulations. Aww. Did you name it Rihanna? I hope so. Rihanna. Or did you name it Moshe Lasher? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's very exciting. I hope, uh, I hope the baby is here. Hope you're getting lots of sleep. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's a bundle Actually, the of joy. Baby could not be here, depending on. Sure, maybe how, the baby's a little maybe late. Maybe due... we shouldn't be making a bunch of assumptions about well, this baby. You know what they say about assumptions? I don't. Will you tell me? Mm, I can't remember. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, I have one more shout out to our colleague uh, Ivy, who said he was going to listen to our podcast. Oh, yeah. So that's now you delightful. have to listen, Ivy, because. You said you would, and I shouted you out. Did you inform him kind of the nature of the pod? I did indeed, yes. Okay. I told him that, uh, and he's also not a Bachelor viewer, so uh, I told him that uh, he could stop listening actually right about this point. Okay. So yeah, he can go ahead and, and duck out at any moment. Now. I would also like to give a belated shout out. We said we were going to do this a few weeks ago. We forgot. Then we forgot again last week. Mm-hmm. Guys, I had a real braggart moment where I was talking a little bit of smack. I know it's hard to believe, but it's true. Uh, about how badly I kicked our bachelor listener, our podcast listener slash bachelor viewer slash tennis partner slash, slash friend. Ryan's new best friend. My new best friend. And I'm yeah. not salty at all about yep. it. Mm-hmm. Um, Jake, I beat his ass in the match. As I heard. As we all heard. But, but Jake did ace me. Like eight times. Yes. So it, the full truth comes and out. And I told him that we would say it, and then I forgot. We had to correct the record, so consider the record corrected, Jake. Corrected. I yeah. would also like to say that I also had for the first night quote wrong. Oh, right. From the I movie First Night. Because I thought it was yes. Sean Connery that said, ask me. But it's Richard Gere. So do your Richard Gere saying, ask me. Ask me. It's not quite as compelling. I actually wish it was Sean Connery. Ask me. I like that. Do do it as Sean Connery again. Ask me. So have you, is this like a Mandela thing where you're just like, you've been doing it wrong all these years? What I think is that my friend, my friend Ann Hearn and I, Mm -hmm. I think we thought that Sean Connery talked funny, which he does. Right. And so we also thought it was funny. (laughs) He does talk funny. That's the truth. We also thought it was funny that Richard Gere said, ask me. Because he may, he goes, he tells he like rescues Maiden Marion, mm-hmm. and then he's like Lady Guinevere. Is it? I yeah, don't know. Maiden like, Marion is, is Robin, Robin Hood. Hood. Okay, yes. Guinevere. He re- he rescues Guinevere, and then he makes some sort of bet where he's like, "You'll ask, you'll kiss me. Uh, you're gonna ask me to kiss you." It's something like 
<laughs> this has been our first night podcast. It's been a recap of the 1995 film First Night. And it's a pretty <laughs> shitty one. <laughs> then what happens? And so, because he rescues her, and then he's like, you're going to ask me to kiss you. And sh- she's like, never. And then he shows up at the, like, town festival <laughs> and there's a there's a obstacle course i remember that scene yeah watched this movie and together. he's like crazy because everybody else gets like padded up in suits and uh-huh. he just jumps in there and does it because the reward is a kiss from guinevere from guinevere as and you then, do and then yeah. sean connery's like come claim your prize <laughs> <laughs> My wife kills. <laughs> that was not a good show. Why My was wife kills. You're making him like strangely southern. <laughs> oh, there's been a mouse rolling off my tongue. So he goes up there and she's like, you can kiss me. And he says, ask me. Jesus. But I thought it was funny. That was we thought long... it was funnier if it was Sean Connery. Sure, yeah. Ashkme. Ashkme. Yeah. Ashkme. That's cool. a pretty good Connery, so right? So there you go. Yeah. For the second time, I have to mention. Mystery solved. You are adorable. <laughs> All right. Do you want to get into the show that I we mean, watched? I this is the part that really. Ivy was waiting Ooh. for for us to talk about. So it's hometown week. Christ. So I haven't gotten the fucking jacket. It's all I'm here for is this black fur coat. Once that sh- shows up. And they're it out in all of the previews. Once that shows up, we're out for the season. I'm out. Actually, spoiler alert, Clayton ends up with that jacket. <laughs> I honestly, <laughs> At the end of the season. I'll take it. I, I might marry alert, that jacket. He fucked it in the fantasy series. <laughs> and it was the best lay he ever had. <laughs> He went down on that jacket. He fi- finally got past mm, his... He didn't uh, because of that hood is too furry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Okay. Oh, goodness. All right. So you it still is... still in, Ivy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How you liking this? Are you following all this? Okay. So, Wait, do we get a town shout out? Oh, yeah. Let's do a town Jesus. shout out. I know. Christ. We've been doing this for six years. I know. Years. Yeah. I was, who was I talking to about how long we've been doing this? Me. A long, okay. It was me. A long time. Okay. Uh, give me a number between, let's just keep it real narrow, 800 and 828. 824. Okay. 824 means, <laughs> well, that's not going to work. Uh, Why? Because it's unknown. Oh. <laughs> so we're going to go with Weathersfield, Connecticut. Congratulations, Weathersfield, Connecticut. You were number 825. You rich bastard. <laughs> you rich fucks. What are you walking around in your Nantucket Reds? You feeling son of real, a bitch. Real satisfied with yourselves on your super yacht. People aren't wearing Nantucket Reds in Connecticut. It's pretty close They're to wearing Nantucket. Nantucket Reds in Nantucket. Well, I know, but there's some spillover. Mm-hmm. Can you only wear Nantucket Reds in Nantucket? Correct. Okay, that's it. Just those few square miles. Read your Ellen Hildebrand <laughs> novel and walk around in your Nantucket Reds. I, we went to Nantucket, but I did not wear my Nantucket Reds. But you know who did? Kevin. Kevin. Yep, you yes, did. Our yes. brother brother-in-law yeah mm-hmm. and he looked fantastic you well you always think kevin looks fantastic. yes he always looks I fantastic i agree yeah. i agree yeah why, why are you coming down on kevin i'm not why I would, would like you want to cancel culture <laughs> 
All right, so we're starting you would like off. To see what <laughs> you're gonna finish him that in sentence. that jacket that Clayton. Wore. <laughs> I would like to I'd see like him to in that. I'd like to see you in that because I feel like it's fairly close to that Game of Thrones Jon yes. Snow costume that you had that I feel like you really wanted to wear all the time, but you couldn't figure out how. Exactly. Yes. No. I definitely wanted to wear that it all coat the time. Is yes. Hell. Okay. God. That's exactly it. What's going on now? You got the fingernail I have clippings. Fingernail clippings you got- <laughs> stuck to my leggings. <laughs> This this episode is a disaster. This is I'm sorry that this is the one you listen to, Ivy. It's a real mess. Speaking of disasters. Hometowns. Yeah. Yeah, so we've gone to Virginia to meet Susie's family. Susie does the classic run and jump and wrap her legs around the bachelor. I believe move. all of the ladies did it in this episode. You have to. You have to do you, it. It's, it's contractual. Contract- yes, yeah, it's you a, must do it. It's a contractual it. yes. obligation. Yep. Um, so also, I asked Ryan if he thought that I could that he could hold me, and he said definitely not. And I but 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 I said that it was my fault that I lacked the upper body strength. Correct. This was not commentary. We're gonna on try. Your side. We are okay. We'll give it a try. We'll put it on the Insta. I'll break you. You will break me. We'll my, do a, my bad back. We'll do a slow mo. We'll do a timer. Ow, my back. You know, I was looking at my Instagram story archives, and you know what? I forgot that we did uh, when it was Colton season. The fence we jump. We tried to do. We the tried wall to jump, jump the fence uh, in our backyard. Definitely not strong no, enough no, for that. No. <laughs> uh, well, and that's. I mean, say what you will about Clayton. Also, congratulations on your engagement, Clayton. Um, Clayton or Colton? Colton. Colton, yes. Okay, Congratulations sure. on your engagement, Colton. They're basically the same. They're basically the Colton same person. Colton is engaged. Colton is engaged. Uh, I saw that picture. His, I didn't realize that that was the uh, reason for the yeah. picture. His fiance's hot. I mean, way to he's, go, Colton. He's gonna pull some good tail. Yeah, good for him. It's a little quick, huh? Ah, uh, no, a he's bit. been dying to get engaged. I mean, he wouldn't get engaged to Cassie right away, but uh, this guy. What was that? Oh. I don't. Know. I hear the dog licking ferociously like in her. Oh, was there thunder. a little tremor? Little thunder. Feel the thunder. We are really putting off talking about this. Thunder. Let's go ahead and get. So Susie, Susie wants to take Colt Clayton, whichever Christ, whichever bachelor this is, to her jujitsu dojo. So they head on over there, and on the way, Clayton says, "It could be very well that I'm beginning to fall in love." That's a lot of hedging. A lot of hedging. That's a whole lot of hedging there. It could be very well that I'm beginning to fall in love with most people. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's just me right. with everything. <laughs> what is that not true about, Clayton? Um, Susie says, today we're going to find out if Clayton likes being choked. I could guarantee you that he does not, and he did not. No, he's not crazy about no, it. No, he does not seem like the kind of man who wants to be choked. Uh, In a a shrimp move. Well, yeah. He doesn't like to be shrimped. Shrimping. (laughs) He Mm. does not care for shrimping, it turns out. I do like that Susie takes jujitsu. She says she learned it in Japan and that she sees her body as a weapon. Yeah, that's great. I actually really like Susie. We haven't seen spoilers, but uh, if Rachel wins, I'm assuming it's not Gabby. If Rachel wins, which is what I think happens, okay. I'd be okay with a Susie Bachelorette. Sure. I mean, yeah, and they'd have a whole jujitsu theme for her posters. Of course. Karate chopping love. It would be something stupid like that. Shrimping yeah. love. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get love in a shrimp chokehold. <laughs> yeah, so um, the Brandon is her jujitsu professor. I think he's a tenured associate professor of jujitsu. He can't be fired. Fun fact. <laughs> 
whatever he also, no matter how much shrimping fun he does fact, neither can ryan <laughs> well not entirely but that, i mean that's why we've gotten away with this podcast for so many that years. one guy that worked at our university went to prison and didn't get fired no he i think he did get fired but he was but he got his he got Paid. Did he get paid out? I don't know anything about this. I believe scenario. that he got, he definitely got his paycheck at least until he was like convicted. Sure. Yeah. Like he was in there for a long time just waiting. Sure. I could commit a crime and just kind of ride those paychecks yeah, out for ride a while. It out. Why yeah. not? Me living Wait off the government teeth. Yeah, get a full <laughs> professorship and then do whatever you then want. Then just go nuts. It's all gravy after that. <laughs> so uh, Clayton has to put on a gi which he calls a jujitsu outfit. <laughs> I didn't think I'd be putting on a jujitsu outfit today. And then, uh, yeah, Brandon demonstrates this leg choking move where you wrap your legs around someone's neck, which is called shrimping. Mm-hmm. And Clayton cannot believe that shrimp have come up yet again. Talk about, what's the word for this? Kismet? Serendipity? Coinci- I was going to just say coincidence. Say serendipity. It's like it's the John Cusack film Serendipity. Correct. Yeah. Um, he says, I'll shrimp with Susie any day of the week. I don't know. I don't think you would. But I think actually when you do it, you don't want to shrimp with Susie. Maybe, it turns not, on, out. maybe not on Sunday. <laughs> That's the Lord's <laughs> That's, Day. You can't shrimp on a Sunday. Um, Susie talks a lot about looking up to her dad. She talks about him getting sick. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says that he set a gold standard for like what a man should be. What a man. What a man. What a man. What a mighty good man. Yeah. 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 And then we meet Susie's dad, and I thought that he bared a striking resemblance to Michael Keaton. It turns yeah. out that Susie's dad is just one of the multiplicities. <laughs> this is the seventh or eighth multiplicity Keaton. Went on to start a family. It's lovely. Yeah, no, you brought up that Michael Keaton thing. I totally was in, um, in agreement with mm-hmm. that. And, uh, yeah, Clayton says that he feels like he and Susie have been dating for a year. Why? What what about this makes you feel like you have exclusively been dating just this woman because, for a year? Because he's beginning to feel that he could possibly <laughs> fall in love with her. I'm beginning to feel the slightest sensation that there may be a chance in the distant future that I may begin to fall I in love with love you. you. <laughs> That's the words every woman wants to hear. Um, Susie talks to her dad about how he really set a high standard for dating and that she says that because of that, she's been, quote, a savage in previous relationships to guys that don't live up to her father. Nice. Man. All right. I hope uh, I cripple our daughter with that same kind of uh, high expectation. Sure. I don't think that I will. Yeah. I actually feel like you will. Okay, maybe I will. There, there's your compliment right yeah. there. That's how you know you've done it as a dad when I, no one else can be as good as you. I feel like she's going to have a lot of high expectations for what someone should do like around the house. <laughs> well, that's nice. It's yeah. true. Sure, it's yeah. true. It's a very high standard. Well, great. That's... I wouldn't. I'm not going to call it the gold standard. No, maybe like the bronze mm, standard. Fool's gold. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the foil standard. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, Clayton says that the guys that Susie dated before must have been dumb as a box of rocks. <laughs> they dumb guys. <laughs> they no smart. <laughs> dumb, dumb, dumb. Feels a little bit like the pot calling the kettle black. Feels <laughs> a little bit like the pot calling the kettle stupid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, I mean, I felt like that hometown date just went well, right? Like there wasn't any. Yeah, no, there wasn't really any drama or anything. Clayton says, my head is spinning. Can I fall in love with four women at a time? I don't know. Quite not sure. <laughs> Quayton head spin. <laughs> Quayton want fur coat. Clayton fancy. <laughs> Clayton fancy boy. <laughs> All right. So, but oh, so Susie, I know. Susie, he doesn't deserve this, but he does. Eh. Uh, Susie says she thinks she could marry this man, but that some concerns from her mom being a totally rational human being saying this may not be a great idea. That's in the back of her head. Eh, But she's going to shove it back. Sure, right. Just put that in the back. Silence that voice. Yeah. Um, moving on to Gabby. Gabby from yeah. Denver. Yeah. Gabby who says you can't hike without a backpack. <laughs> and I tell you who adheres to that policy, Ryan Patrick Weber. Me. Oh, you wanna go my on full a, name? You want to go on a one-mile hike down the Wildflower Trail, which is five minutes from our house? Better pack some water you and gotta snacks. You got to pack water and just snacks. Just in case we get lost and end up out there for four days. Who are, haven't you eaten those snacks before? Well, if there's snacks, you're going to eat it. Well, that's exactly right. And if there's water, you're going to drink it. Nope. I don't. You actually. do. Sometimes you do want no, that water. Generally speaking, I do not. Okay. Well, anyway, I do. Do so. I? Yeah. That's because all you do is drink water. Well, and then burp into the <laughs> microphone. I feel like you yeah. have some sort of like kidney situation that you have been ignoring for years. Oh, I'm sure. Or like some sort of tapeworm that lives yeah, in my body that's I drinking like all drink of my water. I drink so much water all yeah, day. Yeah. I do drink a lot of water. And still, right now, I'm desperately thirsty. <laughs> I am so parched, even though I drank five or six of these big Bubba water bottles in like the past three hours. I know. Oh, now you're drinking right right now. I'm so thirsty. Okay. All right. So Gabby talks. So Clayton says, everyone knows Gabby is the funniest woman alive. Move over, Tina Fey. Move over, Sarah Silverman. We got Gabby here. Sorry, Amy Poehler. (laughs) Suck a dick. Uh, But Gabby was talking about scaring off bears. Clayton actually knew some shit about how to scare off a bear. And then Gabby said, I'm the bear and you do what you would do to scare off the bear. (laughs) This is some sort of sexual role play that's going to go down in the fantasy suite later. I'm the bear. Scare me. Rawr. (laughs) Yeah, you would like that, wouldn't you? I might. Yeah. Yeah. She takes him to a place called Proposal Rock. That's clever. Oh, yeah. There's a clever little foreshadowing. Girl. Or not. Rawr. <laughs> What's going on now? You spilling wine on yourself? No, I have an itch on oh, my okay. foot. Oh, you're, see, but you always get on my case. When I just I'm looked down. Foot. I'm not doing anything. I, I just wanted to make sure you were okay. I'm worried about Back you. off. <laughs> Back the fuck off. What's going on now? I'm scratching what? my ankle. Jesus Christ. Well, I'm just keeping, keeping track. Can't freaking blink without you asking me what's going on. Yeah, I got to keep tabs on you. Sharp get eye on you. Get off my back. <laughs> get off my jock. Get off my jock. Uh, so they. This is probably the first time um, this season that a hot tub has been airlifted into a very strange location, a very remote location. I feel like maybe we had one other hot tub because. Oh wait, we did. Right? I think. Well, so he and Gabby went swimming, but that was just in a regular. Didn't pool. he do a hot tub with uh, Sarah after their like Los Angeles date? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I, I, I mean, know. it I it can't be this far into the season and only one hot. Tub. It all Robin. <laughs> we need to know how many hot tubs there have been this season. We'd like to elect Robin number one, the smartest Robin. <laughs> Beautiful Robin, you can sit this one out. 
fly, Robin, fly. <laughs> Spread your wings. Um, yeah, they hike, they hot tub. She tells him that his dad's girlfriend of 10 years was just diagnosed with cancer. And because of that, neither one of them will be there because of a COVID concern. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's the grandpa, it's her aunt Kira, it's her cousin and her uncle. Yeah. Uh, this grandpa is high on my list. High on your list. This high guy is funny. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, no, well, and the uncle, she comes in, the uncle says, you gotta be the guy, huh? Good luck astute, to you. Right, astute uncle, astute. Um, yeah, so grandpa says right away, what I really want to know is enough about Clayton to feel like he's good enough for Gabriella. And he describes Gabby as a lovable dingbat. Oh, which doesn't seem like that much of a compliment, but he seems to view it as a term of endearment. He also encourages them not to rush into anything. Right. Uh, Have you ever seen this show? He may not have. I don't know if you understand the premise of this show. Yes, Gabby, meanwhile, says that she feels like she is in a blender. (laughs) (laughs) What? I don't know. I thought there was going to be some uh, some response to that, or 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 just continued narration of the (laughs) call me a smoothie. Because you're so smooth. Is that Santana? That's Well, it's Rob Thomas. Well, you're just like the ocean <laughs> under the moon. Is that right? That is right, yeah. Same as the emotion that I, I get, get from, from you. You got that kind of music. Is that right? <laughs> kind of love to then. make me feel so good. <laughs> I don't know. Because you're so smooth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So the aunt says that Gabby's not one to throw out the L word. And then when Grandpa and Gabby sit down together and Gabby asks what Grandpa thinks, Grandpa says, I think he's full of shit. And then I went, swing. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, anyone who could possibly like you is full of crap. I love him. Yeah. And he said, don't you dare cry on me for crying out loud. Yeah. Pretty great, Grandpa. And then... It's time to move to love, actually. <laughs> so Gabby's dad pulled there's honking outside. And they're like, who could it be? Who's not here? But And this is right at the moment when Gabby's like, I'm just really sad that dad couldn't be here. And the producer's like, we're on a walkie talkie. Like, wait. She said it. Wait, she said wait. It. Okay, now they can go. Yes. And so there's a bunch of honking. She goes outside. And uh, the dad is pulling the love actually move. It was move. super sweet. It he was held up cute. signs. I might have gotten a little teary-eyed Aww. myself. I thought that was it very It was very sweet. sweet. Though he had one sign that just said, he had a sign that said, it's me. And then a giant sign that said, dad. <laughs> dad. Like, oh, it's dad. Oh, that's who it oh, is. Oh, it's you, dad. <laughs> uh, I mean, I know that was for me, the viewer, but... That was very oh, sweet. The last sign said, tell Clayton hello and that I hope I meet him soon. You won't. <laughs> so it's probably the right You'll move never to write. not get COVID. This was the right amount of investment to put into this gentleman, <laughs> Gabby's dad. Um, yeah, so that it was a very oh, sweet she scene. She said, if there's a word bigger than love, then I would use it. Said I loved you, but I lied. This is more than love I feel inside. <laughs> this is our musical episode. It's every episode. <laughs> I know. Y'all made the mistake of one reviewer telling us that they <laughs> like the singing. <laughs> that is Said all the incentive you, we need. All the reinforcement uh, that we need. I feel like we talked about this before, but... We played that song not that maybe like a year ago yeah. when the kids had that like dance off to it. Right. That song fucking 
bangs. Oh, and people went nuts for it. Yeah, that song is end. amazing. Yeah, it's a it's a banger. All bangers all the time. Yeah, all bangers all the time. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, so we're on to Oklahoma City to see Serene. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. So Serene want, has always wanted <laughs> to do... I thought we were in Maryland, <laughs> so I had to correct that in my notes. Oh, nope. yeah. O- Oklahoma. Oklahoma City, yes. So Serene has always wanted to do an obstacle course in Oklahoma City. Clayton gives us a very detailed, elaborate, and tortured metaphor about how doing the obstacle course is like falling in love. You have obstacles throughout a journey as you're getting to know each other. And as you get higher and higher up, it does become more scary. Clayton scared. <laughs> Clayton, Clayton is scared. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Serene lives up to her name and is very calm about this whole thing. And Clayton is freaking the it's fuck out. It's because he's so fucking big. That's true. <laughs> well, but he would only fall. Like, I mean, he could basically just step down. He's so tall. <laughs> I don't know. That's a lot of weight coming down just, to the ground. He'd fall yeah. like a stone. He would. Yeah. No, I'm, everything falls at the same speed. He f- I learned that from growing pains. Okay. What? It's true. It's a science fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's true. I learned that we're nowhere near the end. The best is waiting to begin. Another science fact. Um, Clayton freaks out about having to cross a bridge that has like little stepping stones and Serene just glides. She just scampers right across. across it like a mountain goat. Clayton says, You really gonna punk me like that? I did I did appreciate that. Also they have like a helmet cam on Clayton that gives us a very Ooh. unflattering angle of his face. Yeah, that's that's yeah. all I need to see to know how the fantasy suites would be. Oh Christ, yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Not Ooh. that that's gonna be flattering on anyone, but like it's we not. don't need to see it. Well, right. Just don't show us that. Correct. In fact, the further away they get from Clayton with the camera, I think the better off everybody is. Um, Clayton also encourages himself in the third person. Come on. Come on, Clayton. You got this, Clayton. Well, so they get to the end. There's an 80-foot ledge where they, it's not bungee jumping. It's just like no, you're kind of being lowered down. they made down. it seem like it was bungee jumping, and Clayton <clears throat> is, like, freaking out, and then it's fine. Yeah, you just, like, rappel down, basically. Though, would you do this? Sure. Well, I would do that, I feel like, would be the least scary thing. Those I... ropes courses. Listen, guys, I took the kids to the Great Wolf Lodge earlier this year, mm-hmm. and there's a ropes course in there. I, I, it is... It's a lot more intimidating than you think. I was going to say that I don't think that this Great Wolf ropes course was as intimidating as this one that Clayton did. I don't believe that you had to jump off of an 80-foot ledge. Come on, Anna. Come on. Let's do it. I was freaking out a little bit. Uh, But I was also up there with our five-year-old. Sure. And he was fine. No, he He wasn't. He was freaking out. Okay. He was like... I felt like I had to be doubly cautious so that he didn't fall, you know? Right, right. It's it's all of parenthood, right? You Meanwhile, gotta worry about Ryan a bunch of people. Just living it up at home. No, I was in you Nashville. You were in Nashville yeah. with TJ. Yeah, my friend who TJ. Who I still think you made up. No, I showed you that picture of him. I feel like you have gotten catfished by TJ for years. <laughs> for 25 years. No, I showed you that picture of him sitting at the Uncommon James store. Mm-hmm. That was I, just a stranger, wasn't no, it? No, that was him. That sitting was, there amongst a sea of beautiful women at the uncommon that was James one of store. the workers on, <laughs> they're on the show no no one who looks like tj would be employed at uncommon actually James. there was like there was one male employee there that like was kind of i feel like he was kind of like that sidekick in mean girls oh yeah yeah okay yeah okay. i'm pretty sure he got fired by okay. Kristen early sure. on 
Yeah, Kristen's got to chop that shit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I I got you that nice gift at Uncommon James. And, I know. Uh, I uh, know. But the listener doesn't know. The listener has Lord, to be filled in. Did I not say thank you? The list. It's this is for the listener. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's, sure. Yeah. Just a little humble brag for the listener. Uncommon James. You ever heard of it? <laughs> I've been there. Little store called Uncommon James. Owned by one Kristen Cavalieri. Ever heard of it? Very Cavalieri. <laughs> Fucked Craig Conover. Who's Craig Conover? There's all sorts of crossover now. Craig is from Craig is my Southern lawyer. Charm, correct? Kristen boned him. Yeah, so Craig boned Kristen, who has her own reality show, Very Cavalieri, as we know. Right. And now Craig is also moonlighting on Summer House, where he's also dating Paige. So he was like talking to Paige, but they weren't exclusive. Because they weren't exclusive, he also went down to Nashville and boned Kristen. Why couldn't you summarize first night that concisely? (laughs) (laughs) That was a very concise summary of a lot of drama. Ask me. (laughs) Ask me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay so i haven't seen first night since like i was in fifth grade probably i'm just i was a very impressive summary of three different reality shows well it's converging all these together. Yeah. colliding universes it's colliding it's like the marvel cinematic universe and they all went on winter house that's oh, how it happened okay and austin oh. went this is insane right now um madison <laughs> Austin's the one that got... I want a sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) Who was that? That's Lindsay. Okay. How many sandwiches have you made me? (laughs) Um, Yeah, just a whole Bravo universe that I really wish that I was a part of. But then Kristen's out there kind of like coming in as the dark horse because she's on E. Oh, right. It's a real network crossover. But they had to sign a lot of papers to make that happen. I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So we meet Serene's family. Yeah. So she, her parents divorced when she was two. She said she didn't know a lot about what marriage looked like. Her brother is super protective of her. Um, her brother talks to Clayton and says, oh, I'm sorry. I think he's talking to Serene actually with this. And he says that the fact that she told Clayton, because she says, you know, that she had opened up to him about her grandmother and cousin dying. Oh, right. The fireflies. Yes. Yeah. I have a mandolin. <laughs> I've been wanting to sing this every time we think about the fireflies and I haven't been what able to. What is that? I play it all night long. What song is this? It makes me want to kill myself. It's a thousand fireflies. Oh. When, I, when I turn on the of my electric guitar. I was going to sing, I'd like to make myself believe <laughs> planet Earth moves slowly. <laughs> now I'm trying to think about how fireflies factor into that. It's the magnetic fields. Oh, okay. How do the fireflies actually? I'll tell you how the fireflies factor into the Owl City song because they're doing a dance above his bed. Sock hop above my bed. <laughs> Disco ball is hanging by a thread. That song is awful. They one time I went to Barnes and Noble to do some I work. Feel like I remember this. And, and they put on not just that song, but the whole Owl City album. And I had to leave. It was so. <laughs> it was so intolerable. Uh, okay, I'm looking. Uh, oh, how fireflies factor I into that song. To the forest and go, I don't I don't even know how this goes. Uh, uh, Just go ahead. Keep keep going. Yeah. I'm afraid of the dark without you close to me. See, I remember all this part. I went out to the forest <laughs> and caught a hundred thousand fireflies. There you go. That's a lot of fireflies. 
100, this is a really 000. sad song. Oh. Why Man. do we still live here in this repulsive town? <laughs> All our God. friends are in New York. God, let's just put no children on next. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love the magnetic field. I know we would listen to the magnetic field mm-hmm. sometimes early on in our relationship. Mm-hmm. We would put a magnet. We would listen to the magnetic fields on the way up to that bed and breakfast that we went to in Michigan that you didn't like. I, I, hate, didn't, I now, hate. Well, I a didn't bed know that breakfast. then. I thought bed and breakfast was romantic. You hate a bed Top and breakfast. Top five things on my list that I cannot stand. So uh, it's imagine. Horses. I was going to say imagine <laughs> you went horseback riding to talk to strangers and eat ribs, and then went to a bed well, and breakfast. Well, it all makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. I don't like people. I certainly don't like strangers. I'd hate making conversation. Right. Bed and breakfast is all of that. I didn't realize that. I thought it was just quaint and charming. Nope, I didn't it's realize the worst that you had to deal with other people. The worst. Call you Satra because hell is other people for you. I agree. Yeah. It's the truth. I'm going to get that tattooed Damn. on my forehead. Damn straight, Satra. <laughs> do you have to say it like yes, that? Yes, I do. I think it's Satra. Satra. <laughs> Ask me. Satra. It makes me want to kill myself. <laughs> that sounds kind of like that thing in Shallow Hell when he's like, I sharted. <laughs> <laughs> the philosopher's uh, shark. <laughs> oh, academics. <laughs> <laughs> There's some academic humor for you right there. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, brother asks him by the way we're talking about serene and her brother in case you lost the thread there (laughs) (laughs) the disco ball is hanging by a thread um do you feel like you're in a group of four girls or do you feel like he sees you as serene and she says what if i fall what if i fly she says you ask it she says it could be what if i fall but to me it's like what if i fly i like that yeah except she gets cut at the end of the episode so she falls turns out you fell serene (laughs) your brother was right you should have listened to him well the brother also asked clayton do you love her and he says to tell the truth i haven't told anyone that i'm not there yet i'm beginning to think that i may have an inclination towards the possibility of of, falling in love with one of these women or multiple of them i may bone a bunch of them which again is the point of the show so i don't know i'll be interested to see they've been playing this reveal all season where he's like i was intimate with both of you and it's like well there were three in the fantasy suite right and we've already established that one of them was the coat That's actually who he's talking to. It's clever <laughs> editing the whole time. I was intimate with both you, Rachel, and the coat. <laughs> it was actually quite it's a threesome. The, it's the coat <laughs> and it's that horse that showed up in paradise. <laughs> hey, Clayton could do a lot worse than that horse. That horse was a looker. Yeah. Um, Clayton also says, it's just so many feelings. I know. Feelings. So many feelings. All right, so the, yeah, the brother tells Serene. Like there's a, certainly a Daniel Tiger song about feelings, right? I think there's about eight different yeah. Daniel Tiger songs about feelings. There's so many feelings for you to know. So many feelings like colors in a rainbow. Yeah. Feel what you feel, and those feelings are real. Now, that is uh, Sven and Kristoff right. in Frozen 2. Uh-huh. So you're getting... I think we had this conversation we the did. other day. We yeah. did. Um, Rachel, Florida? Rachel in Florida. Yeah. Okay, so here we are. Claremont, Florida. All right. 
So uh, Clayton uh, is wearing a true classic hoodie. Oh, no, that's just a joke for you and me. He's wearing the same hoodie that I have. This is not a sponsorship, although true classics, reach out to us us because Ryan loves your product. Guys, we're not getting paid for this endorsement. It's just a product that we love. And and we like it because my pecs look so fucking good in these t-shirts. A lot of you have been asking about Ryan's t-shirt routine. Right. A lot of you have been asking about my t-shirts and like how your pecs look so good Mm -hmm. in these Mm t-shirts. It's true classic y'all yeah pay us true classic um rachel is losing her voice yes she is or is pretending because she just doesn't feel like talking to clayton anymore <laughs> i'm sorry i can't talk i just have to sit here I'll, I'll, you just talk why don't we just ride through this kayak in the swamp together um they get to a place called the kissing tree a uh, nice try rachel but he already went to proposal <laughs> rock with gabby you gotta up the ante a little bit um also she's wearing jorts she is. Basically, I was 15 years ahead of the fashion curve, is what I'm taking from the most recent seasons of The Bachelorette. Yeah, and I'm going to have to give a shout out. I'm not even going to mess with opening my phone. I can't remember who this was, but somebody told us that there's someone on Love is Blind that gets cut because of jorts. Oh, no. Oh, that no. almost happened to me. Yeah, in yep. our in our romance. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's, it still could happen, folks. I still could. You still could cite me in jorts. Um... She tells Clayton that basically her dad is awful. He's like, she says that he's uh, a tough critic, that he's harsh, and I have in my notes bluff. Is that right? Blunt? Blunt? Perhaps blunt. blunt. He's so bluff. (laughs) Um, She says he's a tough Italian guy, and sure enough, when the dad comes down, uh, I believe either, I think it was Aim Dame that said that he definitely looks like someone that stormed the Capitol. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) I think Clayton actually shit his pants when uh, this dad came down. Though the thing that was scariest to him. The dad just looks like he's about to completely lose it. Yes, he's like two seconds away. Credit to the cinematographer, and Yes, it's a cinematographer who like follows his face during the conversation to see him like about to freak and the fuck out. And he's just like his eyes just keep getting bigger and bigger, but also kind of more cross-eyed and man. Hooey. Yeah. He just looks like he's insane. Yeah. Insane in the membrane. Yeah, so Tony... Which, to be fair to the dad, is the correct response. Absolutely. Uh, Anyone who responds this way, actually, the only sane response is to look insane in this situation. Yeah. <laughs> it's a real catch-22. Oh, and then he finally <laughs> talks to him, and he's kind of a big teddy bear. I know. Yeah, that's what happens, right? Ultimately, he's yeah. just a big, lovable goober. Mm, well, mm, big, lovable goon. Yeah, there you go. Um, so, and then the best friend talks to Rachel and is basically like, yeah, he's going to break your heart. Two months from now, who's going to be here to pick up the pieces? It's me. Um, yeah, he says that he's going to have to pick up the pieces if her heart gets broken. Yeah. Accurate. Accurate, yeah. So no, and that's all these people, I do sympathize with that because all these people are like, this guy and the producers are not going to be around for like the three months of sobbing that you're going to do after he breaks your heart. Like that's all on us. Like we have to go on national TV and look like fools. Right. And And then then, we get to deal with you being a wreck for six months. Yeah. We get to deal with the fallout of all of this bullshit so that you could be on TV and sell some gummy vitamins. Mm, But yeah. Or some true classic teas. Have you guys heard about true classic (laughs) teas? We're pretty big fans. I'm just going to go ahead and invoice True Classic. Uh, this is probably worth about a thousand dollars. Shout out wise. The dad talks to Clayton. He says, "What do you know about Rachel beyond the exotic location? Do you know her dreams?" 
Do you know her dreams, sir? Um, yeah, he talks about how he's concerned that there are still three other girls and Clayton Fair. acknowledges that he'll have to hurt some people. Mm-hmm. And the dad says because of that, he can't give him his blessing because he hasn't talked to Rachel yet. Right. But he says that he'll, what, like pat him on his shoulder. That's right. They, they come up with a little secret little signal. Secret yeah. handshake. Little bro code, if you will. Yeah, the dad says, if because he's talking about Rachel wanting to be a pilot. If she wants to work in Europe for a year... What would that do to your and your relationship? Uh, like, obviously move there. Like, any... I mean, what, does Clayton got a career holding him back at home? Okay, that's unnecessary. That's just mean. Is it? What, I, what he's a medical salesperson? Is oh, that right? Is that right? I don't I know. I think that's Jesus. right, actually. Well, that's why Pappy knows Oh, him. right, right, Remember? right. Our yeah, friend yeah, Pappy. Yeah. 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 Um. Anything else on Rachel? Oh, let's see. So the dad does indeed pat Clayton on the arm mm-hmm. at the end. And Clayton said, like a black why and white is this happening? <laughs> Clayton's already forgotten the secret signal. <laughs> What's that mean? Um, Clayton tells Jesse that he's falling in love with all of the women. All the ladies. Yeah, Jesse, who you forgot existed, right? Didn't you Correct. forget that he existed? Absolutely. Yes. Like a complete non-figure. Yeah, non-presence. Um, Serene... You got to go. Yeah, sorry, Serene. Yeah, you fell eighty feet off the uh, cliff here. As uh, number numero uno on my list, uh, crap. What's his name? What the Gabby's grandpa? No. Oh, I thought you were going to say that uh, Serene and Gabby's grandpa should get together. No. Uh, and I do not know where you're going. I was going to reference another song. The Crazy Heart guy, Jeff Bridges, as Jeff Bridges. Oh sung yeah. in a movie called Crazy Heart. It's funny how falling feels like flying. For a little while. Unfortunately, Serene, you are falling. <laughs> what if I fall? What if I fly? What if I... Is that a Harry Styles song? What if I fell? I don't know. It goes, watermelon sugar <laughs> That's a song that Clayton doesn't funny understand. Funny how the night changes. Yeah. Clayton is not into watermelon sugar. Uh, I feel like, so I had this conversation with someone about that song and they were like, do you know what it's about? Like, is it? Oh yeah. Harry Styles told us. Of course. Yeah. But like, it's super obvious. Right. Yeah. Oh, I totally get every innuendo. They acted like it was like super like It's so subversive. Secret. It's like when someone, when the person says tin roof rusted in love shack and that means there's someone that's pregnant. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. See, that's a secret code. Tin roof rusted? Yeah. Why does that mean pregnant? I, I, you're asking the wrong guy. You got to ask the B-52s. Well, I can't. <laughs> well, you're going to have to. I don't know. You well, that's you, dear B fifty twos. Actually, does it, do any of our listeners know anyone who knows the B fifty twos? We have to be less than six degrees of separation away from the B fifty twos. Interpreted by some to mean pregnant, usually with an unintended baby. But why does it say that? All right, no, let's, let's seriously. It's it's one a of our southern listeners, euphemism for being pregnant. Okay, one of our listeners. Knows someone who knows someone who knows the B-52s. I'm just going to put this out there. So let's go ahead and make this. Let's use the magic of the internet to make this happen. Somebody get us an interview with the B-52s.
C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.